Welcome to Church Unfiltered with Dr. Anthony Cops, a leadership podcast brought to you by Breakthrough Ministry Consulting. Hey, welcome to another episode of Church Unfiltered. This is episode 54, and we are talking about ways to re-engage your staff or volunteer leaders. We are excited to be here in our 54th episode of Church Unfiltered. Of course, we are powered by Breakthrough Ministry Consulting, where we seek to help pastors and church leaders get the answers to questions that they are really asking. Well, we are what, probably 16, 17 months into this pandemic that started in March of 2020, even earlier than that, with the preliminary uh, events and activities that took place. But we are deep into this pandemic, hopefully prayerfully coming out of it. But we are starting to now see data. We are starting to see research that has been done. We are starting to see the findings that are suggesting various things about this pandemic. One of the things that is coming out of the research that is being done is the the idea or the concept of employee engagement, staff engagement in the corporate setting. But this is also applicable even in a church setting, because if you are part of a church that has a church staff, of course, um, there are the same principles, the same things that apply as far as it's a job. It's a responsibility that those individuals have. They have people who supervise them, manage them and make sure that they are taken care of. So I want to talk about how do you re-engage? How do you re-engage church staff? But then not only church staff, but also volunteer leaders. At the church that I serve at Resurrection Church in San Antonio, Texas, with Pastor Ray Brown, we have now been a month in approximately at this time of this recording about two No, six months, six weeks in, six weeks into reopening to reopening. We are reopened at a limited capacity and we are so excited that several of our volunteers, we have approximately about 400, 300 to 400 volunteers, including um, across all the areas of ministry that we have. And uh, so it's a great church that has a, a strong volunteer base. So we are so grateful to have several of those volunteers. Now, not all 300 and 400 volunteers are serving because that's not the need that is right now. But we do have a great group of volunteers who are willing to serve in this reentry season. And so what we are starting to see, even at the church that I serve at and with churches that I'm talking to with pastors across the country, one of the things that I'm seeing is the significance of re-engaging or engaging these volunteers and the staff as well. So I want to talk about the, these these things that I'm going to give, these ways that I'm going to give, these ideas I'm going to give are really applicable to both, are applicable to both the staff and volunteers, because not every church that is listening, pastors, I know that perhaps you don't have a staff or you have a very small staff, but these these principles that I'm going to give or these ideas that I'm going to give are applicable, whether you have a staff or not, whether you have a staff or not. We need to re-engage people because we have developed a habit of not going to church, not going to church. I've said this on another episode of Church Unfiltered. I've talked about how Uh, We once thought that uh, to develop a habit, you have to um, engage in something over 21 days. But new 
new research is even suggesting that it's a little even longer than that for any habit to develop, whether it's a negative habit or a positive habit. Well, we know that we have had people outside of church watching online for much longer than 21 or 50 days um, consecutive, consecutively. We've had people that have been out over the course of even 15 or so months at least. And so not every church closed, not every church stayed, stayed closed and some, some open back up. But for those churches that have been out, some churches are still um, waiting and it probably won't open up to the end of the year, beginning of the year. And that is fine. You have to determine for yourself when you are going to open up. But for those churches that have started opening back up, we are starting to see we are seeing the results of opening up right now as far as the slow re-engagement of people coming back and people being actively involved. And so that's what I want to share. That's what I want to focus in on, because um, we want to help those pastors, those churches that are still that still have yet to open back up and want to share some things with you because we don't we're not trying to keep the secrets and keep things to ourselves. We want to help you even as uh, using our own experience and what we have gone through, even for those who have already been open. So one of the things that I wanted to share is, is ways to engage or re-engage staff and volunteers. Here's the three things I'm going to give you. Three things I'm going to give you. I want you to write these things down because this is really pointing directly to what we do at Breakthrough Ministry Consulting, what I do. Um, I am a Gallup certified uh, coach with the strengths assessment. And, um, and so I am, I am living by that and I am pushing that in a heavy, heavy way, uh, because I believe that this is a great tool that can be used to identify how we operate, how we are wired, the, the some of the characteristics, some of the ways that we behave, the Gallup strengths assessment helps to do that. So the first way, the first way that I encourage you to re-engage staff and volunteers is to help them identify their strengths. That's number one. Help them identify their strengths. As I just said, I'm a Gallup certified strengths coach. And so what I suggest to you is that you go to Gallup.com, Gallup.com, Gallup organization does extensive research, is known for extensive, extensive research on various things. Um, but one of the things that they did is develop an assessment that helps people to identify their strengths. The difference between this Gallup assessment and other assessments that you might find yourself knowing about the Myers-Briggs, the Enneagram, all these various things that are out there is that Gallup Strengths focuses in on strengths and not focusing in on your weaknesses. And so it is important for us to help people to be able to re-engage by helping them to identify their strengths. Here's why I'm saying that. Here's why I'm putting that as the top way to re-engage our staff and volunteers. People have gone through a devastating, traumatic year. All of us did. All of us have. And so even even if things went relatively well, we all still had to face things as a country, as a nation, as a world um, in seeing the loss of so many lives and seeing us having a quarantine and seeing us so divided, seeing all the things that were taking place in our country. People need to to have something positive to to work with and to move forward with. Why not help them to identify their strengths? 
Perhaps they already know them, have or have some idea of their strengths, but you can help them to be able to put a name to the way that they are wired. I suggest that you go to Gallup or have them go to gallup.com, gallup.com and look up the the um, strengths assessment, the strengths assessment. It takes about 30 minutes, about 25 to 30 minutes to take the assessment. If there is a cost for it, um, I'm going to, to say something at the end of this podcast. Um, I have some free spots that I want to offer to to those. But I'm going to tell you how to do that at the very end. And so this is something that you are investing in in your staff. If you are a pastor, if you are a leader, business owner, whatever it might be that's listening. This is one of the things I suggest. I suggest you including your budget is to have your staff take this assessment, have your staff take this assessment. The cost of it is forty nine dollars for you to be able to get the entire uh, report. Um, and there's a there's a, there is a twenty dollar version where you could get the top five strengths. And that's fine as well. Um, and so either way it goes, whether you get the top five or you get the full report, I suggest that you help your staff, your volunteer leaders, key leaders, be able to identify their Gallup strengths. It's called Clifton Strengths. You can look that up on Gallup.com. And so I want to suggest that to you. You do that, but not only do you have them take the assessment, because a lot of times we'll take assessments, we'll take tests, inventories, personality tests, and we don't do anything with them. But then call in a coach or have a coach to host a group training to go over those strengths, to help people to understand how to read that report, to help people to know what to do with that information. Here's my plug. This is what I do. I would love to come to your church, come to your organization. It could be your fraternal organization, your whatever, wherever there are leaders that you want to have. Um, to be able to to bond together, to be able to know themselves better. This is a way to re-engage your staff, have them take the Gallup Strengths Assessment, then call me in. I'll come in and do it. I'll come in and do it and um, do a group session and explain exactly how to use the results that you attain from this Gallup Strengths Assessment. I would love to do that. You can contact me at info at breakthroughonline.org and we can set that up immediately. We can set that up immediately. So help them identify their strengths. This is why I want to suggest that because by identifying your strengths, your confidence is built up. We need some confidence builders in this post pandemic season. We need something that will be positive, something that will energize us and mobilize us. And that's why I suggest have them take the Gallup strengths, the Clifton strengths assessment that is found on gallup.com and have them do that. And then it will enable them to be able to put some some names and some um, some some specifics to how they are wired. And then call me in, call me in or I have friends who can help. If I'm not available, we can bring someone else in as well. Um, but call me in, do a group training. I look forward to us being able to do group trainings and I'll go over that those strengths and how they will help those individuals to be better at what they do. Then the second thing, second thing, second thing that I will say ways to re-engage, to re-engage 
staff and volunteers. Here's the second thing is focus on their well-being. I had the privilege of being able to do a workshop on yesterday, um, a workshop on yesterday that um, that was that was talking about um, well-being. And so this this whole idea, this whole concept of well-being um, is is important for each and every one of us. So this concept about well-being, well-being is simply this. Gallup research suggests that there are five different areas of well-being that we need to help people to thrive in. And so those five areas are career well-being. Career well-being is simply do you enjoy what you do every day? Do you enjoy the job that you have? Do you enjoy the work that you do? And for your volunteers, it could be do you enjoy the service that you give to the church? Perhaps pre-pandemic they were ushering or they were in the choir or they were doing something else. But now we need to focus in on will they enjoy what they need to do even after the pandemic or post-pandemic, will they continue to do that? Will they do something else? Career well-being is important because here's here's a statistic. 40% of the American workforce, I want you all to hear this, 40% of the American workforce is possibly looking for another job. That's research that is coming out of the pandemic that people are looking for better opportunities. And it makes sense. We went through a traumatic experience. We went through some devastation. Some people went through devastation. People want to be closer to their families. People want to have more. People realize, man, I need to have more money in the bank. I need to be more prepared. And so 40% of the workforce is suggested is looking for better opportunities. So career well-being, social well-being, social well-being is that you have meaningful relationships. You have good friendships. You have a good marriage, a good relationship, uh, you know, you are in a healthy place as far as that is concerned, as far as relationships, everybody needs someone and the isolation and quarantine and all of that, that we experienced over this past year, people want to be in quality relationships. So focus on well-being, career well-being, social well-being, financial well-being. Remember, we are talking about how to re-engage your staff and volunteers. Make sure that there are things that are in place to help with financial well-being. What do I mean by that? Make sure you're paying your folks the right way. You see what's happening in the in corporate America, even in the fast food chains. You see that the fast food chains are now raising their hourly salary, our hourly pay. They are raising their hourly pay, not just for cost of living, not just for minimum wage, but to be competitive. Places like McDonald's, Wendy's, all of these places are having trouble getting people on board because people don't want to work for pennies anymore. And so no, no one wants to work for pennies, but uh, so they're having to up their hourly salaries. Well, church leaders, pastors. You really need to consider that, that if Wendy's is paying folks $15 an hour, if if Walmart is paying someone $17 an hour or whatever the case might be, we cannot get by with being cheap. And I will have to say it, this is church unfiltered. I have to say it. Churches are kind of notorious for not paying people very well. Some churches are very generous. But the majority of churches that I have worked with, majority of churches that I have consulted 
paying people has been an issue. So financial well-being is important. So even with your volunteers, make sure that you keep that in consideration as well, that you are not putting such a demand on their time that they cannot make money, that they cannot do some, earn some extra income or whatever the case might be. Then the next one, fourth one is physical well-being. Physical well-being is that you have the energy to do what you are doing. It's not just about being in shape or anything like that. It is about, do you have the energy? Do you even have the energy? And here's what I want to talk about. This is what I've seen as we have come back into worship service and others have come back. I am seeing that the staff doesn't necessarily have the stamina that they once did. They don't have the stamina that they once did. We we are a church of two locations, four services. We were running. I mean, before the pandemic, we were at, at, all day in church, all all week. We're preparing for things. We're moving. It was a seven day a week church activities, events, different things that we were doing. And so now that we are come, we have come back. Remember, we've been off for all of this time or off site, should I say? for over a year. So coming back, we have one we have two services, one English and one Spanish. And it is amazing seeing the staff after one service, like, okay, all right. For those that don't have to stay for the Spanish service or those who don't have to stay, they head home. The stamina is not as strong as it once was, but it's getting better. And I thank God for our wonderful staff. So physical well-being. So the same thing with your volunteers. Your volunteers may have stayed all day at church. They volunteer for every service there. They volunteer for the morning service. They volunteer for the evening service. They volunteer for various things. They were they were working the food pantry. They were doing all types of things. And now we have to consider, do they have the stamina to do that? And even so, we have to be considerate of the well-being of the people that are that we are responsible for. The final thing is community well-being. You enjoy or you like where you live and you contribute to society. We have to help people to be concerned about their community. And if people are not living in a place that is safe or people are not living in the best conditions, you're going to have some issues there. So engaging or re-engaging staff and volunteers. What if you had a champion of well-being, someone who focused in on your staff or volunteer leaders, career, social social circumstances, their financial well-being, their physical well-being, their community well-being. That's one way to re-engage staff and volunteers to focus in on that. I can help you with that. Again, this is an episode I'm just going to be point blank with you. I want to come in and help you and your team. If you're a pastor, if you're a business owner, whatever the case might be, I want to come in and help you and your team, even your volunteer team. If you're a staff member, I would love to even help you with that. So I want you to, to email me at info at breakthroughonline.org. And I want to help you to be able to re-engage your staff and volunteers by number one, helping them identify their strengths. And number two, helping you to focus on the well-being of your staff and volunteers. And then the third thing is, is the fun one that well, all of it is fun. All of it is great and beneficial, but this is the one you can have a bunch of fun with this one. Give them tangible tokens of appreciation, tangible tokens of appreciation in re-engaging staff and volunteers, giving them tangible tokens of appreciation. Here's one of the things you could do. Give them gift cards, 
I just have a, I have a bunch of gift cards. And I just give them to staff members. They don't expect them. They're not looking for them. I give them gift cards. People need help. People need to be blessed. People need to be appreciated. And you just never know how you giving that person a gift card or you giving that person a Walmart card or whatever the case might be, how that might bless a person. You don't know what's happening at their home unless they have shared it with you. So why don't we do that? Just make it a part of our budget, make it a part of our plan that we just have a, we just have gift cards, Chick-fil-A gift cards, or again, Walmart gift cards or whatever the case might be. And just give that, give them tokens of appreciation randomly, randomly. You're not, you're not, you're not making it uh, dependent upon them doing something. It's not performance based. It is you just being generous. Give them Starbucks cards, whatever the case might be, gift cards. Here's one big one. Build in days off. So we're coming back with this. We're coming back with this hybrid schedule. We're coming back. Many, many churches, businesses are coming back with a hybrid schedule that people are either working remote and working on site or they're working off site. They're working remote. 100%, whatever the case might be, but a hybrid model is basically you're doing a combination of the two. And, uh, but one of the things that I would suggest to you that no matter what you're doing, whether you're working remote, whether you're working in person or doing a combination is build into the work week days off, build into the work week days off. I know that that sounds crazy. I'm like, where we haven't been, we haven't been at work. Yes, we have actually people the research is showing that people felt like they were actually working more from home. And that's because it's hard for people to turn it off. I need you to catch that. It is as if people have been working all day and night because it's harder for them to turn it off because there's no leaving the office to go home. Your your home is your office. So it was a little more difficult for people. So so give them days off, build in days off days off or here's another thing that you could do get someone at at that's part of your staff or part of your volunteer team that likes to have fun that likes to plan things and build in days of of having fun or or times of having fun go do something go bowling when everything opens up everything is safe and everything go do something go outside take them outside do something different in order to make sure that you are focusing in on re-engaging them. You are focusing in on not just we're going to come back and work, 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 work. We're going to come back and and just do church like we were doing before. Or we're going to open the business back up like we were doing before. You need to invest in your people right now. If you don't get anything else from this episode, remember this. The best investment that you can make is investing in your people. That is so important. That is so significant. It is biblical. It is the way that God would have us to be, that we are to train up people, that we are to equip people. And that is what these things are. It is basically just making sure that you're reengaging. You're helping people to identify their strengths. You're helping people 
in their areas of well-being, but then you are being a blessing to people. You are giving unto them and showing appreciation. These are ways that we can re-engage staff and volunteers. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to cut the episode. That's what I want you to do because I want you to go and do these things. And remember, I'm here to help. I want to help you in any way that I possibly can. Email me at info at breakthroughonline.org. Say, Pastor Cobbs, Dr. Cobbs, help my team. I need help with my team. It doesn't matter if you're a pastor, business owner, whatever it might be, teacher, whatever, you know, work in the education system. I'm here to help. I can I can cross all kinds of of different uh, arenas or into different arenas and help you because this is universal material. And I would love to help you and your team. And so that's what I wanted to discuss today. I wanted to discuss re-engaging, re-engaging. And the last thing I will say is this. I'm doing my very best to make sure that I sit down and look in the eye of my staff members, of volunteers, and just ask them that question. How are you doing for real? God bless you. God bless you. That's that's it. That's all I have. I want to again encourage you if you have anything that you need from us, from Breakthrough Ministry Consulting, from me, uh, please make sure that you follow us on social media. Follow me on social media. I'm everywhere on Facebook, YouTube. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. Make sure that you follow me, Dr. Anthony Cobbs, and keep up with the things that we are doing. We're looking at doing some exciting things in the near future. Again, how are you doing for real? Re-engage your, your staff, re-engage your volunteers by doing those three things that we talked about in this episode. And I'm telling you, they'll be more productive, they'll be happier, and the church or the business will grow. God bless. Thank you for listening to Church Unfiltered with Dr. Anthony Cobbs. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. For more resources related to today's topic, visit churchunfiltered.com or follow Dr. Anthony Cobbs on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.